0: Alright, welcome back again. Appreciate you, friends. We are uh, sitting in Sheridan today on Main Street at the uh, Adam offices. The snow's coming down again. There's been several feet of snow on the ground for the last several months here in our parts of Wyoming. We're all bracing for some pretty low temperatures again. Sounds like it's gonna be like negative 17 in the next couple days. So let's turn your water on, watch your pipes, Heat, fireplaces, get your groceries now, kind of thing. So, yeah, living in the elements, <laughs> which is really cool. Having lived in Florida for several years, you don't really have to do that outside of hurricanes, but, um, and some avoiding rain, maybe. So, uh, yeah, where am I going to go with this today? I think, you know, one thing I didn't mention in the last episode in regards to like personal health and, and really what was, you know, what's continued to help me develop my, ability to manage my nervous system is and regulate and regulate my thoughts and regulate my thoughts to the angel on the shoulder versus the devil on the shoulder more frequently changing my belief systems and my whole core perspective on life and on all the fragments that life comes at you with, right? You know, it's one thing to have like a big aha moment about, you know, how you see the world, so to speak, but that's really presented in the beams of sun through the clouds. That is what we live every day. So you know, it's, I've had to really kind of recognize that taking more responsibility for my vices, I have kind of a whole lot more life in general to navigate through because I'm more present through most of it and because I've created more of it and because I'm manifesting from a, a much different place. And so, you know, with all that, I'm now realizing that things like water, I drink a ton of water now, you know, and of course, most people who are quitting drinking, they they've got all their beverage backups. Everybody who's recovering alcoholic will tell you that. You've got your soda water. So soda water I do, and now get that in the cases and put that in the fridge and mix it with lemonade and tea and water. And like my drinking elbow, you know, still is somewhat there. But once you kind of get through the fact that it's never going to get the payoff, you're never going to get buzzed off of this elbow right now. It kind of lightens up on you. So you still kind of, I still kind of, you know, jump into my urges to drink. But the water I've made really available to me and the, and the kind of glass that has a straw on it and it's easy to refill. And, and I just never drank a lot of water in the past. And I was probably for many years, you know, chronically dehydrated. I've seen posts about it and stuff like that. So it seems rather likely between already my drinking alcohol and the excess that I have in the past and running on stress and you know, busy and not consuming enough non-alcoholic beverages during the day, other than coffee, it's not very physically sustainable, and it certainly has a toll on your nervous system, as anyone would tell you. So that has been a really, you know, a new form of identifying with myself as, okay, now I'm not hungover all the time, for one as well, so I'm not just like, you don't really feel like getting healthy when you're hungover, you just feel like getting recovered from being hungover. <laughs> so there's so much time, and as you get older, at least for me, you know, hangover at 51 after a night of drinking is different than obviously everybody tells you when you're 20. So, you know, that's a real thing. And so I, I can pretty much count on at like, least a one hard day hangover when I drink. And when you have so many other exciting things going on in your life and you are thinking your healthy regimen, you really feel like you lose a day there. And, you know, typically even like subconsciously you lose probably two and a half days from some even moderate to medium drinking from me. And so now that has now, you know, come into play. And I can make choices for myself as to whether or not I really want to give up those days. And am I kind of, quote-unquote, addicted to the other things that I've got going on in my life? Which is how my passion works, you know, in some ways too. So, uh, yeah, no, it's a sacrifice. And so I have to choose it wisely without telling myself that I have to say no forever still. So we'll see how that still continues to pan out. And I think another really interesting thing for me that I'm walking through right now is the idea that I've kind of reached so many different goals for myself and so many different flattering versions of myself and so many different non-flattering versions of myself that I feel like I've played out my script like way out (laughs) you know like and I was overly excited in the past for things that I probably shouldn't have been overly excited about I was underwhelmed by things that I should have probably doubled down on there's so many aspects as I've revisited my life and done some self-reflection and kind of trying to operate from a higher self more, you know, that I've been able to kind of replay my scripts and why I wanted that script. And so getting to the script level just took a lot of peeling away. And now that I can watch the scripts and see what motivated them and why I was so hyper-vigilant about certain things that I probably didn't need to be and why I was so overly enthusiastic about things that just really... were giving me my own sense of credibility for a second that really didn't mean anything that I thought they meant. All of that, those belief systems and script and everything kind of just allows me to crunch up the paper now, you know, and kind of throw it out in the dustpan like a bad page. And now I'm kind of sitting blankly in front of my screen, you know, with a colon mark somewhere and just like going, what are we writing here? And do I even need to write it or do I write just kind of a high level goal? Because I think I'm coming to the understanding that just being in as much as you can in your true self, your most authentic being, is really the only only thing we can do here. You know, to really, And that's going to have to make a difference somehow. That's going to have to pay the rent somehow. That's going to have to feed the kids somehow. That's going to have to save the world somehow, or at least a piece of it in your backyard or something. So... Yeah, that's pretty much all I got right now. You know, I mean, I think obviously the health hazards of alcohol are, you know, are really obvious and they're out there. I would say, you know, I really want to explore more. And I've got some friends who are willing to do that kind of monitored work with me. As I do want to explore more of the kind of different characters, if, if you will, and even like demons that arise inside of me under certain alcoholic states. And I don't know how much of it is is the frequency of the people I'm keeping in myself and all that stuff like I talk about, but they're there. And so as much work as I'm doing on myself right now and embracing my shadow, it strikes me a little too puzzling that I don't understand why that guy who would get in a bar brawl is in me. And what does he have to say? And I can't ignore him anymore. Obviously, he showed up enough times. And so that's some work that I'm going to continue to do here. It feels kind of dangerous but true and really also just again frequency like what's the vibe what's the frequency what is aesthetically pleasing what is how does the room smell how does the lighting feel like that kind of sensual experience of what i'm walking through my life now as i'm kind of reimagining the script and reimagining the beingness of it is a big part of how i operate all right good night